Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, you may or may not have snow in your garden this morning. That comes from the soundtrack to the movie Little Women. like that particular one. It's called Snow in the Garden. And I know some of you will indeed have snow, but I know in our garden when we went outside, there was snow there, but it had obviously fallen hours and hours and hours ago and frozen since. So it was just really compacted white ice. (laughs) The kind of stuff that would absolutely cause an injury if you tried to make a snowball and chuck it at somebody. But the roads coming in from Ballincollig for us actually weren't that bad at all. Some of the footpaths a little bit dodgy, but maybe you had a bigger fall wherever you are and that you'll be looking out on it. And you know, one of the things I love on Twitter actually on mornings like this is where the timeline becomes filled with babies out in the snow or puppies out in the snow for the first time or kittens out in the snow going, what's this? I love it. You know, anything lads at this stage, isn't it, that makes you smile and makes you happy. And speaking of babies and all that sort of discovery, that's kind of the nature of the first interview we have because George Hanover is a very well-known Cork actress and you know her from so much of her stage work as well as screen work from things in like, um, I suppose, Penny Dreadful. She had a good slew of episodes in Fair City not so long ago. Uh, She's been, of course, in things like The Young Offenders on TV and a whole slew of independent films and tons of short films. Yeah, well, she's an intelligent and intuitive actress. That's certainly true. And she's got a great sense of fun and affinity for children, which is why the last time she was on the show was at the start of last summer when Triscoll Arts Centre got her to read stories written by Cork children tr- children mm-hmm. <laughs> for Crinu Nanog. That's absolutely right. And this year is off to a great start because she's just been announced as Artistic Director of Biog. That's Graffiti Theatre's special branch for children from birth to three years. Yes, I said theatre for babies <laughs> from birth. Now that's a tall order or maybe a very small order, but it's not new to Cork or indeed to George, as she explained when I rang to pass on our congratulations. Yeah, that's right. Um, it began as a pilot in 2010, which uh, Emily Fitzgibbon and uh, Sheila Nivrin were keen to, to set up a sort of an, an early years piece within the company. And together with the City Council and County Council and with the HSC South, they made it happen. And they got to go ahead for a year's pilot. And luckily, the value of it was not in doubt, I guess, and, and it has continued since. 
and it's become a project very close to my heart and I see it, I can see the value of the work. It's specifically for birth to three years. Yes, because so many people would be familiar with children's theatre and youth theatre for teenagers and there's been a big awareness, I think, driven primarily by parent and toddler groups in the advantages and benefits for parents and babies of little rhythm circles and music circles and it's every Mm -hmm. parent's natural instinct to hum and sing and clap with a baby Mm -hmm. but to have an arts program like this specifically directed and guided which would also involve theatre and use of the voice and so much from birth Mm -hmm. to three years Mm -hmm. is a major investment in the statement of the importance and the impact that it can have in that formative age even while the baby is less than Absolutely, yeah. When I started out with this program, I was, you know, an actor stroke, I suppose, theatre maker at the time. And I'd done some work with graffiti and I was quite baffled as to why I had been contacted to embark on this, really not knowing much about about the age group at all. And the responsibility felt huge, in fact, you know, because I kind of thought, the more I learned about it, I kind of thought, okay, these are the formative years and what if you mess up? (laughs) What if you equally, you know, (laughs) turn someone's life around for the bad or the bad or whatever, you know, so... I think it was a good, a healthy attitude to go in with because you do take great care, obviously. But I saw it then, you know, you do the research and you're developing pieces of work, but then actually seeing the impact firsthand, you know. I'll never forget there was uh, one moment where I think we were doing something with Shadow and there was three artists creating these pieces at that time as well. So I would have been the theatre element. We had Fiona Kelleher, who would have been the music singer-composer, and Inge von Derslayer as well, who's a visual designer. And the three of us just started working and, you know, we'd create a piece and you wouldn't really know where it began and where it ended in terms of disciplines. Things just started melding seamlessly and sort of organically together. So it was really quite a special time as well. It was very rich, a rich experience for us. But so we were doing, um, uh, I think it was a shadow piece, and uh, we were in, I think it was a mother and, and toddler group in a kind of a community care setting. And there was a little six-month-old baby and she was absolutely transfixed on the screen, which was easily six to eight feet away from her. And it wasn't a massive screen. It was like maybe the size of a, a regular TV screen, you know, not not very huge. And she was absolutely just, her eyes were, were glued to it. And I just remember at that moment going, okay, this is it, you know, this is what it's about. It's getting those moments of that utter focus and awe and wonder or excitement or a laugh or a cry. It it doesn't matter that they're absorbing and taking everything in. So we discovered that by working as a trio and working with a variety of disciplines, we were actually giving them I suppose, the full 360 experience, you know, they were getting all the senses. And that happened really by accident because I think we were all petrified of of trying to do something on our own with this age group. So it was the best thing we could have found out, really. I loved when you said you were petrified because I think every parent can relate to that. At the moment when you leave the hospital, thereon in begins almost 18 years of fear of, oh, I hope I don't mess (laughs) this up and what am I doing? But especially at the baby years. And you've what you've described there is quite a real holistic, multi-sensory, but more mm, than just yeah. sensory. You're talking about really tapping into the developmental synapses that are going on inside mm-hmm. these babies mm-hmm. at the rate of knots when you're when you're yeah. working with something. And to have something that's specifically created for this age group 
in a, yeah. a real directed way is beautiful because you are, you are pitching it and pacing it perfectly just for them. A massive yeah, reaction exactly. from parents, I'd imagine. Really, really brilliant. Like across the board in the years up to, you know, three, you've kind of heard wonderful things like they've never stayed focused for that length of time or I've never seen them behave like that or I've never seen them engage like that or, you know, things like that where they see the child, I suppose, that they know so well behaving in, in a very different way and for the better. And it's important to us that every child takes the experience, you know, whether it's in a childcare setting, whether they're in the arms of their parents, that they take it how they want to take it. We don't need to show them how to how to behave within it. If they come up to, to us, and as long as it's safe, sometimes we, we try to make all the, the props and equipment, the things that we use, uh, user-friendly, I suppose, but as long as it's safe, they can come up and interact with us as well. It's okay. So you, you, you kind of learn very quickly, and it was a very hard lesson to learn, I have to say, but a really incredibly valuable one that has infiltrated all of my practice for sure, is that you can create the piece. You're like, okay, this is it, let's go, and we'll bring it. But within the first 10 seconds, <laughs> you just fling it out the window and you're responding <laughs> to what's happening in the moment. And in yeah. a way, it's equal parts terror and equal parts utter joy because you're just in the moment. I suppose that's also been the ethos, though, of graffiti right from the get-go yes. in terms of educational theatre. You're not just presenting, yes. you're sharing a guided experience that mm. is responding. And that is the essence of education in its truest, rightest form, yeah. isn't it? There's so many projects going on at the moment, considering we're in the middle of a pandemic. New things are happening that would never have happened before because there wouldn't have been a capacity, I think, for all this sort of tech involvement but it's actually created new opportunities for people to engage. From my point of view, working in Beog as well, there's a new opportunity there to actually reach far more than, than we can, you know, in person. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And there will be trills and spills. We'll, we'll make mistakes. But we ha- this is a real time of, of learning, of exploration and just trying things. And, and seeing what works and what doesn't work. You don't want a child to be thrown to a screen. That's it. But how else can we get to them, you know? Like the postal service, you know? These simple things like this and how do you engage? And to be honest, the, it's the artists who are the ones who, who come up with the most amazing and beautiful ways of engagement. Well, I know you're also involved with many years with Broken Crow Theatre Company and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Deirdre Dwyer's piece with the Snow Queen and the little postcards that were given to every school and every family that did that before Christmas. Yeah. Like, that was magical and that was a fantastic way of engaging in lockdown in a way that yeah. ignited children's imaginations. They weren't stuck to a screen. There was a little uh-huh. card to read and you know so yeah. it is all about thinking differently and outside the box and this yeah. is true of graffiti as well because you were saying that up to now there's been a coordinator but making a statement about a project and a belief in further and future development by creating a position of artistic director to program mm-hmm. specifically as opposed to just coordinate things that are happening yeah. creates yeah. a very different drive and a very different focus for the whole yeah. project yeah, it really does. And I have to say, I suppose I didn't realise myself the depth of that. So that has been really brilliant. It's funny, these things come to you uh, when you least expect it. And I think timing is everything, you know, whereas I, I never would have ever wanted or seen myself in a, in a position like this. As I said earlier on, I, I see myself much more as, as the artist and, and the creator. 
and a collaborator, but the timing is right. This feels right. I feel I feel really good to be in a position now to, to try and take Bjog and grow it, you know, to reach further and to also develop a lot of new artists who you said earlier on that, you know, earlier it has become much more um, focused in this country in terms of the arts. And there's a wealth of experience already in the country, many artists in different disciplines, you know. And I think also if you're an artist, even earlier specifically, you automatically are a multidisciplinary artist because you pull from all bags of tricks that, that you possibly can have. Listen, George, how many other bags have you got? I mean, like you literally must have a stock <laughs> bigger than the Brown Thomas handbag section somewhere in the, in the back because like you have your whole career as a stage actress, film actress, TV actress, as well as the fact that you are, of course, now a new mum yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, I figured if I was going to take on the role, I better have someone that I can uh, try out all the, uh, the experiments on, you know. Talk about that's, making that's, your own props. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. She's wonderful. She's one and a half. So she's at that point uh, for sure where um, she's great crack. And uh, obviously, yeah, you, you can try lots of things out. But it's the wonder. It's everything. Every day yeah. it's something. God, if only we could all take a little bit more of that, you know, myself included. Like this morning looking out, it's a stunning, beautiful morning. And just to take a moment and go, okay, things aren't so bad. And, you know, look at the look at the, the sun on, on that cobweb or whatever, you know. And I love kind of zoning in on things and looking at the micro, little worlds and things like that. And I think there's, there's loads of inspiration there to be gathered for ourselves and, and for the, the little ones as well, you know. So it's everywhere. The inspiration is, is everywhere. I won't keep you any longer, George. Go out and crunch the frosty grass under your feet <laughs> and enjoy that feeling with your little one. And congratulations on the new post. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what's created in this development over the next number of years. It'll be fantastic. Thank you. Thanks so much, Emily. Thanks a million. Well, it's always great to talk to George, um, particularly about theatre, but this is a fantastic venture for young children. So if you are a parent of a smallie in that age bracket, make sure you go onto the Graffiti Theatre, um, I suppose, social media and their websites and keep an eye out for the developments that are happening with Biog. And of course, if there's anything that they're doing, I will be telling you on a Sunday morning, that's for sure. But isn't it exciting and so invigorating and inspiring to see that level of focus and dedication and vision for the smallest, smallest ones in our society. It's always lovely to hear from you guys in the text 0833 96 96 96. I'm going to play a beautiful piece of music composed by David Munro. It's from an album of his called Undiscovered Reflections. And some of you will know David. Some of you might know his art. He's one of those guys who can do photorealistic pen and pencil drawings. Quite extraordinary. But I would have first met David as musical director for the summer's evening on the quad evenings. I mean, is there anything he can't do? Here's one of his own compositions. It's called Nostalgia.
96FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes Cork. Fresh, flowery and full of taste. It's at the root of what we do.